Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Monday. Blah. I'm with you there. Yes, sir. Let's get going, baby. Let's go. Let's talk football, baby. Dallas Cowboys. Nate's got some energy. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> come on. I done been there, done that. I don't. I done seen that before. I done felt that and been a part of that. And I still got my boy Troy in the Hall of Fame after that. Okay. Thank you. Oh man. Where'd you guys watch the game? I watched it. I watched it up here, bro. I, I watched oh, yeah. it up here. You had a halftime show, didn't you? Pre-game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocking and rolling, baby. With so much soul, baby. <laughs> Where is this coming from? Because I'm excited. Because the Cowboys are five and four. Mm-hmm. Okay, you still in the hunt? Mm-hmm. Uh, some teams got even with you. That were four, four and four. Some teams got a little bit ahead of you. Now they six and four. So you still in the hunt? You still got to say, okay, Philadelphia is a division opponent. You're not scared of Philadelphia. You have beaten Philadelphia. Now, what you scared of? You got to play a little bit better. You got to tackle a little bit better. You got to give your left tackle a little bit more help. You got to run the ball regardless of whether you think you can or not. Your receivers got to play a little bit better. Your coaches got to coach a little bit better. Okay, is that not what happened to every team that lost this past week? I like it. I'm glad to see uh, Nate's feeling good and looking at the sunny let me, side. Let of me things. tell you something. I've been 0 and 2. I've been 1 and 15. I've been 12 and 4. I've been 12 and 4. I've been 11 and 5. I've been 8 and 8. So, so what? So what's up? Let's rock and roll, baby. Nate Newton. Let's rock and roll. All right. Where do you want to start, Shannon? That's yeah. all you can say, Kurt, is all right. You're not saying anything. I can't say anything because of what I saw on the field yesterday, <laughs> what, man. What you saw on the field? Was it 13 sacks or just eight? Was it 11 <laughs> sacks or just eight? He, he saw Mexico. I, I saw a team give up 11 sacks. And then two weeks or three weeks later, they come back and play that same team to get into the playoffs. So, so what are you saying? I'm just saying it's Monday, and I don't feel really good about this team. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. That's all. That's yeah. all. You, you. I'm not giving up. I'm just saying I don't. I feel like I did. I think I feel worse than I did after the Broncos game. You, you lost. Yeah. You, you. What players have to do is look at Sean Lee and say, "Yes, he's our most valuable guy." Kurt said it. Nate picked Demarcus Lawrence. Kurt said he had Sean Lee as the most valuable guy. But aren't we as strong with 11 guys as just opposed to one? Mm-hmm. So let's start playing like it. Let's let's put the guys on the field. Hitchens at San, Hitchens at will, and I'm talking about Sean Lee's not there. Wilson at the mic, and Wilbur. At, at, at the Sam, you got to put guys out there that know your defense that can excel in your defense. Put Jalen. See, 
I tried to say this in the nicest way possible eight weeks ago. Tell me if I'm, fin- if I'm saying anything different. I like Jalen. Great story. But should he be playing these many plays? No. Should he play five to ten plays a game and get all the practice? Yes. Now, after yesterday, tell me what has changed. Nothing. 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 He played 50 snaps yesterday, which is too many for him. So, I'm back to where I first started from. If you think, if you are just designed off of one phase, if we don't have Zeke and you tell me that we can't run the ball, now we got to ask our quarterback to pass the ball. Now we have to find ways to make sure that our wide receivers are getting over, getting open, and we're making sure that we're getting it blocked up. Because there's three guys on this team that you cannot say next man up. Sean Lee, you cannot say next man up. It's obvious. <laughs> you can't say uh, next man up, and it comes down to our running back, Zeke. It ain't no next man up. It's only Zeke and then the rest of you guys. Mm-hmm. You can't say next man up who we almost got killed yesterday in Dak. Because guess what? It's Dak and then it's the rest of the league. You can't do that. You can't do that. You're going to have to throw to win some games. See, like I said three weeks ago, I don't want to hear that, okay, we run the ball and, and our defense can't get no stops. Our defense did what they had to do in the first half. Did we take advantage of it? No, they didn't. Now, this team that averaged 34 points last year, who won their first three games, figured it out on us. And I asked y'all Friday, I said, fellas, we don't want them to figure it out on us. Mm-hmm. This is a national televised game. What are we going to do? What What do you guys – what do you see in the game, the biggest difference between first half and second half? They first- took momentum and never gave it back. Mm. They took momentum and never gave it back. But it had to be more than just taking momentum. How did they take momentum? What did they do different? It's called hitting your quarterback four or five times. <laughs> yeah, they exploited it's, that left tackle. Yeah, it's so obvious, man. It's so obvious what happened. Now we, now if you watch Dak, you've never seen Dak do this. And I try to tell people, uh, I told you this during training camp. I say Zeke is the most valuable player because you don't want to find out when your quarterback truly has to put the team on his back. You may find out he's just a second-year guy. Remember I kept repeating that? Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? What? He got sacked. Then he got sacked again. Then he got hit on that third down. And he got hit. Wow. Well, he went from dropping straight back and standing tall to dropping straight to your right and moving up to your right. Because he was getting what? He turned into a human being. (laughs) I tell people, it's a difference when your quarterback, when we come out and design plays for him to run, you will see a different guy when he's under siege. Did you see him give out a gas on two runs? Mm -hmm. That's what you call under siege. And it and, and you and the way your body functions when it's under siege, one one is when it's planned, you comfortable, you relax, you know what's going. The other ones when it's not, it, it gives you anxiety, it makes your heart race, and it burns up your your, your oxygen real quick. Now you run around with a lot of carbon dioxide in your body, mm-hmm. and so you get 
you get woozy like, and that's what he looked like, right? Mm. I, I've been trying <laughs> to tell people yeah. this. If you're going to predicate our team off we got to run the ball, guess what you got to do when it, when it ain't even working? Well, so, so I don't know if it wasn't. They had the one drive in the first – their only drive really in the third quarter where they Alfred had three runs of more than 10 yards. But, I mean, for the game, they averaged 5.1 yards a carry. They, 46 of those was his. Yeah, and he averaged – Take away the 46. He averaged 4.8. Right? Take away Dax, 46, and tell me how many yards did they rush for. Okay, all right. Um, they rushed for 60-something, 60, 60. Hmm, now do the average 65. on that. 65, okay. Okay. <laughs> See, football is not hard. But if Morris you, averaged 4.8 yards. That's not too bad, is it? He had a 14-yard run. He had a 20-yard run. And an 11. Outside. Okay, an 11. And then they dropped back to pass. Okay. We add all. He had 11. He had a 14 and a 20. Am I correct? Yes. That was all his yards, mostly, right? Most of them, yeah. Okay. Well, that's the way – I mean, Zeke's the same way. He, he churns up a bunch of three-yard gains and then busts one for 20. I mean, that's kind of the way the running game goes. I mean, I'm, I guess I when I'm I've, just – I'm, I, I, Obviously, we miss Zeke, but I'm not sure that was the main problem, I guess, what I'm saying. Let, let me say, well, well, what was the problem? Well, the blocking on the other side and the, and the defense. I mean, the block being able to – Handle At halftime, it was 10 7. Yeah, yeah. At, at that point, we missed a field goal. When it, when it was, did they score a touchdown? Right. It was 17 17 7, then we missed right. the field goal. Then we missed the field goal. All of that, when you're on the road, one thing that you always hear me say defense has to travel. Special teams have to keep you correct. They can't give up anything. You can't hurt your team. You only should help your team because all the momentum is with the home team. They walk in with momentum already on their side. So every little thing you do, especially in a dome stadium, get amplified. Every little miss. Every little miss third down. When you don't get them off on third, your crowd is feeding. Even though we were 70% Cowboys, they, that little 30% was feeding. And as the game went on, it got worse and worse. They set, they set up their pass to set up their run. They lost with Devontae Freeman. That left Coleman. Well, I look at Coleman as a starting running back in this league. He didn't let you down. And once they started running, now we don't know what to stop. Now you can say, "Hey, if, if 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 Sean Lee was in there, fellas, y'all can say it all day. We lost. Okay, so start with if the Sean Lee's was in there, if the Zeke was in there, if we had Tyron Smith. Well, guess what? The Redskins went through the same thing. They came back the next week, and I think they won. Did they win the next week? I'd have to look it up. I'm not sure." The 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 uh, <clears throat> and I'll give you a better example. Well, uh, Seattle lost their left tackle. They ain't had a running back. They still win. Mm-hmm. Don't I? I just I, I I cannot let you tell me because if Sean Lee not being there and Zeke not being there for one game. And, and, and our left tackle not being there for one game, 
That means we're supposed to start losing. You're going to tell me that. You're going to sit here and say, okay, fellas, might well cancel the radio shows. Stop doing what we're doing because <laughs> we're going to lose the rest of the games. Is that – I'm serious. Think about it now. No, I don't think that's the case, but I also don't know what the answer is. The answer is – Because we don't – like you said, we don't have next man up for those guys. Y- yes, you do. It's called coach. Mm-hmm. It's called finding a better scheme. It's fine. Do what you have to do. It's called making sure you do extra film work, making sure your technique is right, making sure you play to your optimal best. If Sean Lee ain't telling you how to line up, then the next guy that's at linebacker got to make sure you lined up right. Now, because if this is the case, we still have Dez, we still have Cole Beasley, we still have Jason Witten, we still got our quarterback, we still got – Except for Green, we still got the same offensive line we had the last three or four games. We still got the same defense, except for Sean Lee. So we now we get, so now we got to lose. No, I'm not going for that one. I'm not going for that one. If that's the case, we if that's the case, what has the scouts been scouting for? If that's the case, what did we go to training camp? We should have just said, okay, if Sean Lee them ain't here, let's just shut it down this week. If, if Zeke ain't here, let's just shut it now. Well, out of curiosity. What did you expect from Chaz Green? I expected him to play better. Yeah, because you saw him do so last season. Yeah, he started two games. Was he was all right last year? Yeah. What happened yesterday? What happened is the guy got off on him early, and once the guy got off on him early, uh, they tried to run a few protections where he should have let the guy go inside. He didn't do that. He he lost it mentally. That happens. That happens periodically to a player. You know, most coaches don't let it go to the magnitude of how we let it go. Yeah, so why didn't they help him more? I think Broda said he only got help eight times. In the, in the that, that, that wasn't right. That wasn't right. That wasn't right. Is that just a matter of – Coaching? Yeah. And they're just, Gotta help him. They're just hoping that sooner or later he figures it out and they'll get, have another guy open. He did figure it out yeah. to the tune of lack of confidence. <laughs> yeah. 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 To the tune of Byron Bell go in there. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, I thought about that, and I thought about that. If it was the whole offensive line giving it up, it's nothing you can do. Right? Chalk it up as a bad day. This is one player. Yeah. This is one player. We that bad? Come on, fellas. Did you think Cooper was playing reasonably well, pretty much how he's been? We We came out holding – Holding at the most inopportune times. We're not as good offensively on offensive line now as because every piece we lose is is a tremendous piece. But it ain't like we lost both tackles or we lost both guards, so you had to defend both sides. Lyle Collins was handling his. Right. The right guard was handling his. The center was doing his. It was just the left side struggling a little bit. So now you 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 do things to help that. You do things to negate a little bit of that. You can't negate it all, but you do the things to negate a little bit of that. Which they didn't do for some unknown reason. <laughs> and I'm with you on that. Man, they must have thought that he would Chaz Green. They must have thought that but he'd get his sec- seat after the Green second and he just sack, never did. After the second sack, and then the boy got hit. He was trying to throw the ball, then he got hit again. Yeah. Then after the third sack, so when did you think they was going to figure out that he was going to figure it out? 
I didn't. Oh, think after it. the fifth sack, they, they finally benched that. him. I'm, yeah, you know, it, the at the beginning of the year when we had two of the five offensive linemen replaced, and we saw all the struggles early on for the first couple or three games. Is it that surprising that when you take one of your big three out, that you see more struggling, just like we did at the I beginning of the year? I expect when you lose an all-pro left tackle, you're going to struggle. But that's one lineman. I've seen teams overcome one lineman. One lineman. Right. Come on, fellas. They needed another – Tied in there, the running – Claiborne – Oh, you thinking about that now, huh? <laughs> no, oh. we've been talking about that. Now, uh, did you see Claiborne's court, Dallas Morning News had it? He said, they chipped me some and it hurt. And when they didn't, I took advantage of it. So, why they only did it eight times and 38 pass plays. Brother. What do you think you're going to see next week? You think it's going to be see, Bell? You should see Bell. Okay. And if, and if he's struggling, they're going to have to give him help. Fellas, uh, y'all been around football long enough. Y'all have heard Broadus, myself. Uh, did you hear after this? After that boy got off on got off on him for the second hit, not the sack, but the second. Did you hear what Troy said? Mm-mm. What no, did what Troy did say? say? Did you listen was to it the game? Was it where he said it was the worst play he'd ever? No, seen no. Ever, what no. Troy said after the boy got hit the second time. Troy say, my God, the way this looked, you're going to have to get a left tackle some <laughs> help. Do you ever remember, Nate, any, any former teammate having that bad of a game at, at any position to where you just – We, we want to let it get to that. Yeah. We want to let it get to that. So is that a – does that fall on Linehan or Garrett or that falls on line every coach? coach that has something to do with the offense except the wide receiver coach, and he has a hand in it too because you got to get your receivers open quicker. Right. They have to come open. Let me tell you what happens to a veteran quarterback that's under siege. Let's say Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tom Brady. I'm talking about the elite. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the kid for Breeze. Breeze. They start looking out there and making adjustments themselves. Mm-hmm. But if they continue to get hit, guess what they do? They drop back and kind of slide to their right. Or they get rid of the ball real, real quick. Just ain't nobody open. Yeah. Okay? Let me tell you what happened to an inexperienced guy. He holds the balls and try to make something happen because he's always been able to get away. He won't do this again. I hope yeah. not. I think he'll adjust too. Get rid of the ball. <laughs> he better. He's going to get hurt. Yeah. I, 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 you can't call me and tell me, if you've listened to any show that I've been a part of, this is what I told you didn't, you did not want to see when I was telling you last year that Zeke is not only the MVP of the league, he's the MVP of this team. I remember you saying it last year. <laughs> and because teams – we can't control the safeties. So the looks that our quarterback is getting is they up to the line, they back off the line, they get to play the safety game. Whereas before, we could tell them, we got Zeke. We're going to place the safety by formation where we want him at. Mm. He had to make some reads, and he had to make some quick reads. He ain't used to that. I don't care what the coaches over there say. or any, When you're under siege, you ain't used to that. 
And even when you get used to it and you get back up on the siege again, you ain't used to it. <laughs> Just for this particular game, not not the entire season, we know how you feel about that, but who do you think they miss more in this particular game? Tyron, Sean Lee, or Zeke? Uh, it's evidently the offensive line. Tyron. It's, it's, it's evidently. And, 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 I, and I still ain't worried about the running game. I'm still not worried about the running game. What I'm worrying about is in this league, you win more games by passing than you do running. You score more touchdowns by passing than you do running. Mm-hmm. Now, so run what the run what the run does is it settles your team down. It gives you favorable third down situations for the most part. It gives you it makes the defense if you got a good one it makes the defense react. Understand me now, for two or three years the Saints ain't had no running game. You understand me? I don't think Stafford never had a running game. I think for a few years, Atlanta didn't have a running game. So don't tell me you can't win without a running game. Now, you may can't do it over a long period of time, but you can't tell me that one or two games a year, you look up and you see, man, golly, what's God just do for 800 yards and six touchdowns? Well, guess what Drew Brees did yesterday? He audibled off, and they both running backs got over 100 yards, and they scored six running touchdowns. When the last time you heard that? In New Orleans, never. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so sometimes you have to come out of character to win a game. Mm-hmm. This, this Cowboy team is going to have to come out of character to win a game. Don't Don't – I have no sympathy. We'll not have no sympathy for, okay, they didn't run the ball. Okay, what if they don't run the ball against Philadelphia? Okay, why would we watch the game after that? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not going for it. This team is better than that. Yeah. This team is better than that. Now, you can tuck your tail and, and oh, we ain't got Sean Lee. We ain't got this guy. We ain't got that guy. You think Jason Garrett got the luxury to walk over there and say, hey, fellas? Tell you what, who we missed the most? Uh, Sean Lee. Uh, well, where you think we went wrong at here? Uh, was it the fifth sack or the third sack? <laughs> Come on, fellas. This is a business of winning. This is a business of winning. Your money is predicated on how good you are and how big a winner you are. Teams that win, just and I'll give you another example because I figure I'm going to do all the talking in this show, so I can't prepare. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> let me say let me, let me say this right here. It's a fellow. Let, let me say this right here. <laughs> let me give you something that's funny, that's really funny. Brandon Carr, Mo Claiborne, Barry Church, Terrell McClain. Let's play if we had to do it over. Tell me which one of these guys you'll let go. None of them. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Guess what? For years, all except Terrell McClain, we ridiculed these guys. That we said they wasn't good enough. We said they wasn't that. Go back into a t- church is with who? Jacksonville. What is their record? It's good. Okay. <laughs> who, who, who is Brandon Carr with? The Ravens. Yeah. They struggling, but they're not their defense. Mm-hmm. Terrell McClain is with the Redskins. Mm-hmm. 
they almost beat us with three offensive linemen out. Mm-hmm. Got a holding on our all-pro left tackle. Huh? <laughs> Mo Claiborne, go check f- football focus and see where he rated at as a cornerback. But last year, all we wanted to do was get rid of him. Fellas, this is what you call growing pains. This is when reality sets in and you face a team with more talent than you that decided to wake up because they felt their season being threatened. Just so happened you was missing some key guys, and they woke up. Speaking of waking up, (laughs) we're going to take our first break. I'm going to see if I can wake up. Or we might just see if Nate can carry the whole show by himself when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, back conditions, to hanging with the boys. Ryan in the gun on third and seven. And back to throw. No rush at all. Throws it right in complete. And intercepted on a deflection at the 30-yard line. Up and running down to the 20-yard line is Xavier Woods. Playing in the nickel with his first professional interception on a ball that was intended for Mohamed Sanu, and he was covered by Anthony Brown, and the ball became a tip drill. Kurt, go. In football, often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning. Kind of like Tommy John's horizontal quick draw fly. It's the most intuitive, simple, and speedy feature that other underwear brands just don't have. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. I like that quick straw. Man, I felt good about the defense early in the game. Hitchens was bringing it. Knocked their running back out of the game. Was all up in the backfield. My boy, my West Monroe dog, Xavier, got that pick. Made a great special teams play down on the other end. What happened? What happened on defense? Was it all? The offense came to life. Yeah. 
But the offense, the offense came to life. And what I mean by that is, if you go back and watch the game against Atlanta, and Troy, I'm telling you, next time, listen to Troy. He was telling you as it was going on, they threw a, a, a wide, it was a wide open pass going across the field to the left, uh, a kind of deep post or a shallow post, and the guy was wide open. Uh, the Gabe guy was wide open. Gabriel guy was wide, and he missed it. And Troy said, "This is what Matt Ryan wouldn't have missed last year. That wide open deal. What they went back to was Julio making your big dynamic plays, while Sanu and Gabriel is running your little short stuff and making it happen. And every now and then they'll run your boy up in there on something strong to keep them other guys honest." So they wouldn't play him. So they did a masterful job. And then when he started connecting and he handed that ball off to, to uh, Coleman and he broke it for five. Then he broke it – well, first time he broke it for three. And I'm talking about the second half. Then he broke it for seven. Then he broke it for 14. Then he came back and got three. Now he just dropped back. Hit Hooper. Boom! Hit Hooper for 14. Then all of a sudden, play action pass to the right. Roll Waggle back out. Boom! Hit Hooper for a five for a two-yard touchdown. He, they was working it, bro. This is the Atlanta that we saw last year. This is the Atlanta that could get you uh, 27 points uh, blindfolded. Once you, We don't have enough talent to match up with their talent offensively. When we look at their offense, who going to stick Sanu? Who going to stick Gabriel? Can't nobody really stick Julio. All you can do is slow him down. Now you add Harper, Hooper, whatever his name, the tight end. Right. You add him to the mix. Even if Vontae Freeman gone, you got Coleman. And now the X factor, once again, becomes the quarterback. He's pulling the string. We had to stop three guys virtually last week against Kansas City. The tight end, the running back, and one wide receiver. Mm -hmm. They got three wide receivers. That's legit. Two running backs legit and a nice tight end. We don't have that type of talent, especially when now, especially when Sean Lee leaves. Especially when he leaves. Now, what we have to do as a team is Ms. Lindsay asked, well, Nate, as a former player, what do you do? I said, well, Miss Lindsay, <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure I go in there and I look at the film of only me the first time and see what I done wrong and where I messed up in the team concept. Then I'll come back and look at the game and see what else went wrong around me. And, and if I happen to have played well, now I'm going in and be very – uh, complimentary to my teammates that may have not played well. And if I can help them in any way, I will. If I can't, I'm shutting my mouth. Yeah, I was kind of – these are some stats, and I'm stealing these from Jeff Sullivan, but, I mean, Ryan threw for 215 yards, which is his fewest – He's thrown, yeah. Since 2013 or whatever. What was the connection, 22 out of 29? Uh, tell me the connection. I can tell you why he had to throw a lot. 22 of 29. How many misses? Seven. Missed seven. <laughs> but, I mean, they ran for 132 yards. which was a bunch. But they only averaged 3.9 yards per carry. 
Short fields, what's that? What's, what was the average starting spot? Average starting spot. I don't have the average. I know there was five or six for six they for what started their best field position. Well, outside of the Dallas fumble at the twenty-seven, they started at their own forty-four, their own forty-three, the thirty-one, twenty-eight. So how far did you have to go? Well, not as far, but still, I mean, that's uh-uh. You say he threw for two hundred fifteen yards. That's yeah. added up. Yeah. If you start on the forty-four, how far do you have to go? Maybe fifty. 50, 50, uh, six yards yeah. to get a touchdown. That you is let correct. Dude, look where you got to start it now. <laughs> the, if you got to start, if you got to start, and, and, and let's be hypothetical. If they had to start on their twenty, and they still scores twenty seven points, that means they're gonna have over four hundred yards of offense. Right. So that means that he's gonna throw for almost three hundred some yards, and they're gonna rush for almost one hundred and sixty yards. So it, it's where you started at. They started on their 44. Why? Because we kept Chris Jones in a difficult position to help us because every time we was punting, they was punting off of their 20. Yeah. Let's see. Their, their field goal, they started at their 23. Touchdown, they started at their 20. Touchdown at their 25. Touchdown at their 28. Field goal at their 43. Data transfer complete. Brother. Looks on. Brother. He wasn't missing. No. And Julio did a deep. A deep post, a deep going into shallow cross and going deep with it. You saw that catch, man? You saw that catch? Mm-hmm. And when he did that right there, all of a sudden, your safeties can't run up there and help the, help the underneath guys. They If Julio take off, just flinch like he going along, everybody turning and running. Mm-hmm. So now Sanu, is, he working it. Gabriel is double moving. Work. You saw how he got behind our rookie? Our rookie should have stayed on top of him down at the goal line. Remember, he scored the one down on, on, close to the goal line. Uh, the Gabriel, he went. And he shook our young guy, uh, Lewis, and he. And then when you can see when Lewis had to turn his back and run behind him, he was. You could see him slowing down because he had to guess which way this cat was going. If he had stayed on top of, him, he could have been breaking into him and tried to guess where he was going. That's an easier fix because you can kind of tug him and grab him. But now. Even if he grab him when he turned with his back, to, he don't know he gonna get a holding. See, I'm I'm trying to throw out stats to make me feel better, and you're not making me feel better. <laughs> hey, this is not the feel good show today, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> but it's not a show. People say, "Oh man, Philadelphia gonna kill them." No, Philadelphia ain't gonna kill them. The Cowboys come up; they had some 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 tackles where they missed tackles. Uh, one time they had uh, 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 Coleman for for a, a, a no gain or a two yard gain. He broke the tackle with about forty yards, seemed like, but he only went about sixteen. It's like wow, they missed that tackle. You saw one time where it's third and uh, third and about six. Scandridge just let Hooper run out there. He could have tackled him on the spot for a three-yard gain. He missed the tackle totally, and the guy gets the first down. You keep that drive alive by missed tackles. We did not do that in the games that we won. That was not a good day for Scandrick either. He did not have a good day. No? No. <laughs> seemed like he was wasn't sold on hat tackling people mm. yesterday. I don't know. Uh, it, we, you know, people say, well, this remind me of Denver. Nah, nah, this, this, this wasn't Denver. This was Atlanta waking up, and we not really playing at their speed. When you go on the road 
when you go on the road, you have to have a certain amount of intensity that you bring. Because the team that's there, they got the fans, they familiar, they feel good. So if something ain't going right, they get a chance to wake up. You started out good. And this, you got to realize these guys are better. The mistakes I may have gotten away with before, I ain't getting away with now. These, these, you got to know who Julio Jones is. You got to know that, you know, you got to know who Muhammad Sanu is. See, there's number twos, then there's guys that's twos that can possibly be ones. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. That, like, like, people don't respect this kid. I, I got the utmost respect, and I wish he wouldn't have left Seattle his golden tape. Mm. Everybody, oh, he ain't this, he ain't that. He almost killed Sean Lee about four years ago with a back, <laughs> with a back block. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. So they had to change the rules change just because golden yeah. tape almost killed Sean Lee. Oh, so, the rule was in effect. They just didn't call it. <laughs> well, I don't know what it was in effect, but it's getting called now. Believe me. Yeah. So I, I, I tell people. When you are fortunate, that's why Atlanta, everybody was so on Atlanta talking about a hangover. The only people you lost was Freeney and your offensive coordinator. Anybody with some heart and some guts saying, fellas, we are better than this. We are better than this. And I was like, but just don't wake up on us. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they did. And our defense did not play bad for a whole half. Yeah. Now, Sean Lee went out when? He was early, like the second possession or something like that. It yeah, was early. real early. Yeah. So, our defense didn't play bad. But then when once they started missing tackles, that, that bothers me more than anything. What bothers me more than anything is when I see a receiver drop balls, or I see guys that don't want to tackle. Yeah. That's the very essence of the game. You got to tackle. You got to block. You got to run with the ball. And you got to catch the ball. That's the very essence of the game. If you don't do those things, you lose. So when you're facing a team like the Falcons that have their weapons are just man for man better, how do you combat that? Is it then up to the coaches to scheme? You got to pick your spots. When something is glaring, you got to tend to the glaring first. But – you can't double uh, Julio every time. So when the guy who's playing Julio saying, okay, I got to play to the most dangerous route here and rally to the rest, what would be the most dangerous route he could get me on here and rally to the rest, let your athletic ability and your technique take you to the rest? You can't, uh, you can't blitz uh, my man every time. Because yesterday, and like I say, you should have been listening to the broadcast because Troy was Troy was on his A game yesterday. Troy said, "Oh, oh, Ryan's checking. Ryan's checking. He read that blitz out there. He read, and the Cowboys tried to come out of the blitz, but they were so into it, so they had to finish the blitz. He <laughs> he threw the ball out there. Excuse me, the guy took off. I'm like, oh my God, Troy, Troy, stop, stop doing that, man. Because <laughs> you ruined the game." <laughs> <laughs> predictive test uh, oh my god it, it's like <laughs> and after a while once you start seeing the tendencies you sitting up as a as a spectator you should be sitting up saying they getting ready to blitz are they getting ready to try something mm. and uh because you'll see ryan just stop put his hand out put his hand over there 
He ain't said nothing to his offensive line. He's put his hands out. He'll do a little signal. You know something has changed. Uh, you know he probably telling them, stay with the play. I'm yeah. just faking this. Mm-hmm. You know, and you said it's out. And after a while, when your big dogs ain't barking, then the little dogs ain't going to bark either. Yeah. After a while, Sean Lee's not there. After a while, Hitchens can't get to his guy because they rolling out the defensive line back on him. You don't see Irving, you know, Gorilla walking and all this stuff they they doing now, the Planet of the Apes walk or whatever they doing, you know. <laughs> you just see it. All of a sudden you see guys start missing tackles. And, and it, it's on and popping now. Atlanta trying to get everything back that they had lost over the last two or three games. Yeah. They trying to get their momentum and their confidence back. Well, I don't see – I mean, if Troy Aikman can see in the booth that, you know – Troy Blitz, blitzers are coming, or the Chaz Green needs help. Why aren't our coaches seeing this? They, 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 y'all had legit things. Like maybe he can work himself through it. That's legit. But me as offensive lineman, see, I'm one of them guys. As the game going on, I may not ask for help because I may think I'm an alpha male. But I'd be like, Lord Jesus, can somebody put a hand <laughs> out of something? <laughs> I remember when Jerome Brown used to play against Jerome Brown. And see, I didn't, I didn't, I, I don't have. First of all, somebody told me that this kid text, "Hey, you can put this game on me." Yes, you know he said that, that was that, that was the wrong. That's wrong. Don't do that. Don't do that. The world saw you mess up, son. Mm-hmm. You don't have to come back and explain it. I'll say you're sorry. You did your best job. But it got to the point for me where I'm like, you know what? I'm having a bad day. A two and A. Can you put a hand? You know, if that guy's in a tight seven, can you put a hand out? I got a wide three here. Can you put a hand out just to slow this guy down and give me a sense to balance up on him yeah. and fight him? Uh, hey, hey, step, hey, step. If you're free, lean this way, lean this way, baby. I need you. Yeah. You know. Fred, Frederick was quoted after the game as saying, "It's hard to pin things on one guy because there's ways to get help and ways to scheme to do it, but they didn't do it." Didn't seem like, you know. You think Green went went to somebody and said, "Hey, I need help." Or do you think he was like alpha male? I'm gonna tell you something, bro. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna ask you this right here and be honest with me. How long did you take? How long did it take before? And I want to hear from both of you. How long did it take before you realized you needed help? How long did it take in the game? Oh. I want to hear how long it, th- it took you. I mean, it seemed early. I mean, early on, he was gonna struggle. first quarter, second yeah. quarter. Or I'd say. What, he had two sacks in the first quarter, I think? I so, mean, when did you say he needed help? I, first, second quarter, yeah. How about you? Sec, second quarter, probably. I was like, man, when I heard Troy say, they better get him some help. Like, they need, he needs some help. He needs some help. <laughs> it's yeah. not, he needs some help, man. And, 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 and I'm not a coach, and I don't know what the scheme requires. I know that each man should be the best he could be. But I also know in this game of football, you can have a very bad day. Now, can you get some help? And, he, and, and, and he, he didn't get none until he got to the bench. That's the bottom line. He got help with some Now, more. he they turned out a couple of times to try to get him some help so the guy could rush inside. 
and he didn't get out far enough. He didn't set back far enough to push the guy back inside yeah. to get help. So we're not going. Those are ways of getting help too. But by that time, you had to know something was wrong when he got off on the snap count, and and he, and our guy was a fraction slow. Uh, that hit where he got on the quarterback, he 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 was he was out of his stance. I was driving over here to the facility. And I heard uh, Brash Young say, wow, he got out of there so quick. He's like, my man didn't have to get out of his stance. Mm. So I'm saying to myself, okay, this happening early. We, we, okay, he needs some help. This happening early. Okay, he needs some help. Now, two ways you can help him. You can put somebody over there. You can get him chipped. Uh, or you can just start running the ball. Mm. Maybe I ought to. See if he wants to come on the show, pick his spirits up a little bit this week. You certainly aren't going to be able to pick up. Give him the hanging (laughs) bump. I just believe that he is his fourth year or third or fourth year. Uh, This kid got a lot more to give. We'll see what type of guy he is. You know, if 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 they, I wouldn't start him this week. I, I I give Bell a shot, but his chance to come again. And uh, because this dude is not a turnstile, this dude is not a turnstile. Uh, I, I, boy, I just don't want him to go out like this. Stuff like this, if not handled correctly, can put can can get you out of this league. Mm-hmm. Let's take our last break really quick. When we come back, we'll see if Kurt has anything to say. <laughs> On Hanging with the Boys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit slash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to hanging with the boys. We're more than 200 feet in the air, but <laughs> I thought he had something underneath that was easier to Keith Smith. Well, I thought I thought I put it together. 
We are back for the final segment on Monday. I got nothing today, no? man. I am like so out of it. I went and covered the uh I literally walked in the office, walked straight down to the training table, ate in like seven minutes and ran in here because I was at uh they served early Thanksgiving today oh, yes. down at the Salvation Army in Dallas and one in Fort Worth. It's always a good time. Yeah. So I was there with uh some of the players that were there it was Dak and Jason Witten and Travis and what was their mood like? And they are they able to forget this in, in 24 hours, like they say you should? They're gonna do Jumbo what they have Joe to do Looney for them doing kids. Doing some dancing also gets everybody going. Yeah, they're gonna go do what you got to do for the kids and for the people that need the food, mm-hmm. everything. But the Bulldogs is this ain't this in their mind. This this in their mind. They don't want this to happen again, right? You know, you 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 know you gonna do what you have to do. You know, Cause everyday human. You know, they, they, oh, man, something wrong with my grandma. She's sick. But you, if you go on the job and you got to help somebody or something got to go down, you're going to set that to the side because that's that, that's not the priority right now. And then once you get off, off of what you're doing, then you're like, man, boy, I want to have Granny doing Let me give her a call. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you're saying for everybody that's that's like, oh, here we go, season's gone, you you think they turn it around and oh, man, man. they're, they're, they're going to play the Eagles. One, one, thing I, one thing I believe is this right here. You got 16 weeks, and right now you're five and four. Pull up the standings if you get a chance, Kurt, of of of, of, of the NFC. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're gonna find out it's a lot of five and four, uh, four and five guys out there. You're gonna find some six and some uh, six and um, threes, uh, six and fours. But go NFC East. Name the records right quick. Like you ain't got to name the teams. We know who they are. Eight one. Five four four five one eight. Name the South. South the Saints seven two Panthers six three Falcons five four Buccaneers three six. Name the name the other one. Uh, the North the Vikings are seven two Lions five four Packers five four Bears three six. We got to fight the we got to fight the Packers. We got to fight who else in that division? Uh, the Lions are five. Right. Four. We now we lost to we lost to Atlanta. You got what's uh, you got Seattle that's five yeah. and four. Well, they're six and three. Six and three. Rams are seven two six three. Cardinals four five. Four, See, th- those are the teams we fighting because right now we're in what place? Eighth, ninth place. Yeah, I think I heard today tenth. Yep. Once you go through all the tiebreakers and everything. Yeah. Right. See, that's what we had couldn't lose. That's why we needed to beat Atlanta mm-hmm. because we don't Good need to, we we don't need the tiebreakers killing us. So we yep. can't lose another division game. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so, you 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 from this point on, Cowboys in playoff mode. Mm-hmm. They have to be, don't they? Yeah, they in playoff, and, and and you you gotta you know you gotta look at film. You you gotta do what all you can do at this point. You know, you gotta tell your wife, hey, no man, you take care of the kid. The kid's sick, <laughs> you get up and, and take care of the kid. You know, oh man, I, no, no, you go do it. All right, right now, I'm gonna make sure you in this nice Mercedes so you can go do this, <laughs> <laughs> so I can handle this business that's got to be handled. <laughs> so when we go to the playoffs and your mama wants some tickets, I can get her those tickets, <laughs> and I won't have to be saying, "Oh, let me call somebody," because we ain't in the playoffs. Come on, dog. Stand up, man. It's go time, huh? Like you said, get them Tommy Johns and, 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 and nestle a little bit. Yep. A nestle or whatever you call it. Nestling. Yeah. Broadus said they only so held. So strong at the balls. 
that Brada said they only helped him out eight times the whole game. That just doesn't make sense. Yep. I don't understand it. Don't Tough understand. love. Tough. Let me ask you this, Nate. When you're a quarterback, we watch this on TV, and you and you just think these guys are Superman, and, and whenever they get hit, it's like, oh, he, he got – people I don't think realize the power, the intensity, the – the car wreck that happens on every play, especially when you're a quarterback and you and you get hit and you you're in a game like this and you you take a beating like that, does that have, obviously Dak's got to be sore today? That's what she said. Does does it affect you mentally or is it more just physically where you're just like God, I got the crap beat out of me or or, or is it both? Is it getting your head a little bit for the? For it the won't get in his head because he's been through those games again. It's called experience. Uh, I remember when we played Philadelphia, and they hit us for 11, 12 sacks. I don't know how many. It's been so long ago, I want to forget it. <laughs> uh, he, Coach Johnson told Steve Berline, I think we played him two weeks later. That was eighty. That was a ninety, a eighty-nine. Look that up. Where they hit us, they beat us, and then we came back and we got in the playoffs that year. You, it's called experience. It's like when you look out there, can you change the play? Can you make it better? Will the coaches allow you? Uh, will the coaches call call plays or give you a check with me if a certain situation is like this? Uh, when you need to get the ball out, what routes can you run effectively? Are the receivers getting open? You know, so – and I'm serious. Write that down so you can ask Broadus because he would be able to see and dissect all of this. What am I asking him? Uh, what 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 did you see from the receivers? You can text him. Text him right now. Say, what did you see from the receivers? Were they getting over? And if he said, yeah, that means that boy was really getting to him quick. I know Daz, he had four catches, but all four in the first half. He didn't have anything. They shut him down in the second half. Now, I'm telling you, man, when you can take the safety and dictate where the safety play and what's happening from a defensive standpoint, you can move in and out on this kid. Uh, this kid is just – he's – well, this was the eighth game they just played. Ninth, ninth game. Mm-hmm. He played six, 18, 17 games last year and eight this year, or nine this year. This, 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 this ain't a little boy league, bro. <laughs> why, wouldn't, why didn't he, or maybe he did, go to somebody, to Linehan and say, you got to help me, Dak. I mean, They, they was. Linehan was doing what he thought was best. Which – which didn't turn out to be best. Yeah, <laughs> they helped him eight times. It didn't seem a lot of times in the game, what you think is best, you don't know wasn't best. See, they'll go back and won't nobody be more critical on themselves than these coaches. Uh, see, one thing that I that I try to tell people, if I was to walk out of here and the coach challenge me or whatever, I'm gonna say, Coach, tell me then where I'm wrong, and then I'll go back and spend the whole next show. Saying this is where I wrong, this is where I wrong, this is where I wrong. But what I saw at the left side of the line was more fixable than it was than it was. It was more fixable than it was. You lost the game twenty eight seven. Okay, even if I got to just start running the ball, every other play the game was already lost. Uh, even if I got to give him help every time, that's what I'm gonna do because the game was virtually over when it became uh, twenty. To seven, it was virtually over. Your guys out there playing, trying to hold on. 
uh, gut checking themselves, doing whatever they got to do to make sure they get through this game. Game was virtually over. Something else that's virtually over this show. 91 was that season when you yeah. Eagles and then made the playoffs. Yeah. So, Cowboys fans, there is still hope. We will take your calls on that hope tomorrow. We don't want any bad calls. Actually, you can you can you can you can do what you need to do. Do what you need to do tomorrow. Get the get the vent out because well, I won't be here this uh, Thursday and Friday. So. What? Yeah, yeah. So no show. Uh, yeah. So when we when we bring this thing clicking and back in here the, the following week when we bring this thing in here next Monday, I'm gonna tell you my overs and unders and right it's now. Be like the over is the Cowboys gonna win. The under is the Eagles gonna lose. Right. Now, that's you a, heard it here first. Yeah. On Monday already. Yeah. Well, Kurt, thanks for showing up. Thank you, sir. Nate, thanks for – man, you brought everything yes. today. Thank you, Nate. I just – we just let you go. Cowboys. I sound 11 years old. We just let you go today. Douglas, thanks for doing what you do. Thank Kent, you, guys. Thanks Bye-bye. for pushing the buttons. We will have a couple of cheerleaders in studio next on these boots are made for talking. We've got Heather O and Tara. Okay. So listen to us on Dallas. Tara Zone. Next. Bye. (laughs) This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?